0: Shade was unmarried and she lived a quiet life in a triangular manner. It was from home to the office and from there to church or back home. She barely even shopped for herself as she would have someone do it for her and bring them to her wherever was convenient. On this unfortunately fateful evening, they had just closed from church and she was about to turn on the car ignition when someone knocked on the window and requested for a lift. It was the music director from church, with whom she had exchanged pleasantries a few times prior to that moment. Before she could complete the thought of why he was asking for a lift, he quickly mentioned that his wife didn't come to church with their car, and he just needed to pick up stuff in Shade's direction. Oh, of course, she obliged and gave him a ride. A few kilometers into the ride, Mr. Music Director was bringing up all sorts of lewd subjects and she felt uneasy about the whole talk. And as they drove past a lonely path, this monster of a man began to touch her on her thigh. And while she was trying to make sense of the whole thing, he started dragging the steering wheels with her. They battled on the road until the car came to a stop. And he raped her without mercy while she struggled with him, shouting all the noise she could. Shadi bled and died. It took time before he was found and punished. But this monster had raped Shadi to death. Hmm. Some countries have it so bad that a woman is raped every 20 minutes, for example, in India. Fathers rape daughters. Bosses rape their Employees, teachers rape their students, brothers rape their sisters, and all whatnot. Join me as we talk about this issue of rape, focusing this episode on the rapist. This is Let's Talk Sex with Airman, and I'm still your host, Airman. Rape. Rape is an unlawful sexual intercourse, or any other sexual penetration of the vagina, the anus, or mouth of another person, carried out forcibly by a sex organ, other body part, or foreign object, under threat of injury or death, against the person's will. Against the person's will. Huh. rape is a global problem and there are also some discrepancies on the subject of rape on a country-to-country basis that is to say each country defines rape in the laws according to how they see fit for example in some countries male-on-male rape isn't acknowledged as rape while in some other countries, that is acknowledged as rape. While in some other countries, female on male rape is a thing and is punishable. But in some other countries, it is not. And lastly, in some countries, spousal rape is considered rape. Whereas in some others, this isn't considered as rape. Also, many countries' laws against sexual assault are either insufficient, inconsistent, or irregularly enforced. And this breeds um, underreporting or unreporting of rape cases. It is important to mention here that most rape cases go unreported because either the parents or the guidance want to cover up things for their sake um, or they don't believe the victims. In some cases, it could be that the law is unbalanced and can be seen to favor the rapist over the rape victim. Uh, And then um, rape victims get um, shamed for speaking out. So, this represses the report uh, of rape cases given in some countries. And also, it is possible that the victim fears a reprisal attack from the rapist or rape apologist, so they tend to keep quiet about the incident. This leaves the rapist to continue their wicked act in violating other innocent people. So according to the World Population Review, there are 10 countries with the highest rape records for this year 2021. Quite shocking, we have Botswana, Australia, Lesotho, South Africa, Bermuda, Sweden, Suriname, I hope I got that right. Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and Grenada as the top 10 countries with the highest record of rape for this year. That's quite alarming. What could cause rape? Why would someone rape another person? It could be for um, power raisings, for anger, for sadistic reasoning, or oh, in a military conquest where there's a civil unrest and um, those who are seen to be powerful take advantage of the present um, situation in the country or in the, that jurisdiction to prey on the weakest people. Of the society furthermore we we'll, let's look at um, let's consider the types of rapists there are um, according to clinical psychologist Nicholas Groth um, he described three types of rapist let's look at those number one we have the anger rapist The goal of the anger rapist is to humiliate, debase, and hurt their victim. They express their contempt for the victim through physical violence and profane language. And for these rapists, sex is a weapon to defile and degrade the victim. For them, rape constitutes the ultimate expression of their anger. This rapist considers rape the ultimate offense they can commit against the victim. It's it's all based on anger. Anger is characterized... Anger rape is characterized by a physical brutality. There's much more force used in this process. Um... The the offender attacks the victim by grabbing, striking, and knocking the victim to the ground, beating them, tearing their clothes, and then ultimately achieving penetration. It's quite sad. And then there is the power assertive rapist. For these types of rapists, rape is a weapon to compensate for their Underlying feelings of inadequacy and it feeds their issues of mastery, control, dominance, strength, intimidation, authority, and capability. So, here the intent of the power rapist is to assert their competency. The power rapist relies upon verbal threat intimidation uh, as a weapon and only uses the amount of force necessary to subdue the victim power rapists are often in the mindset that they are entitled to their own pleasure regardless of the victim's feelings or um, lack of desire that's not um, it's not part of what they're thinking about They are having their way and they believe that they ought to have their way, it is their right and they go on to rape the victim. And then there is the sadistic rapist. For these rapists, they have sexual um, association with anger and power so that um, aggression and the infliction of pain itself are romanticized. Can you imagine that? For this rapist, sexual excitement is associated with the inflicting of pain upon their victim. The offender finds the um, intentional maltreatment of the victim intensely gratifying, and, and they, they, they take pleasure in the victim's torment, pain, anguish. Um, distress, helplessness, and suffering, and and all whatnot, they find the victims um, struggling with them to be an erotic experience. Wow. And and also, um, the sadistic rapist um, assaults are deliberate. They are calculated and they are pre-planned. They will um, often wear a disguise or will blindfold their victims and they, they actually do look for vulnerable soft targets like um, prostitutes or um, younger children or adults who they, they, they tend to just look for a way to find a person's weak point and then uh, the strike on that ground. For For some of these offenders, the ultimate satisfaction is gained from murdering the victim. When they murder the victim, then um, they are ultimately satisfied. Let's look at the propensity models of sexual aggression. The propensity approach to um, sexual aggression focuses on traits, um, that is, features that are um, stable and fixed over time, that um, increases the probability that someone will commit an act of sexual violence and um, it's been studied over time and a few of these um, factors remain stable and one of those are cognitive and attitudinal biases. Well, in simple terms, what this means is that there is a way people think and behave that can lead them to commit sexual crimes. Such um, thinking and behavior is that um, the man or the male is superior to the female and that uh, specific roles belong to specific gender And um, that uh, the man's sexual drive is uncontrollable, um, that um, women are sex objects, and that, um, and also there's the feeling of entitlement that um, comes with uh, this type of behavior. Um, They also believe that. Um, society is dangerous and that women are unpredictable and dangerous also these types of um, thoughts and this type of thought patterns and behaviors uh, lead to um, sexual aggression in some cases and then there is the neuropsychological process what this generally means is that some people find it difficult to um, self-regulate. Their executive functioning um, processes have problems. They have issues with perception, with memory, um, with arousal. Uh, There's just a general system deficit and uh, they can't exactly tell when someone isn't given a green light or when someone uh, doesn't want them they can't exactly tell that Uh, there's an inability to plan and deal with unforeseen situations or they have limited problem solving skills in any case it is still not an excuse and um, in the end it boils down to a person knowing themselves and seeking help moving forward there is the um the deviant sexual preference this is just a case where people prefer um non-consensual sex and uh, that sort of arouses them and pushes the, the only thing that can happen in this case where someone doesn't consent to having sex with that kind of a person who's a sexual deviant uh, it's it usually ends in rape because they enjoy the non-consensual um sexual interactions more than the consensual sexual interactions yeah and then there's the personality disorder and traits um, this has three parts, and um, the the first part is the insecurity attachment. Um, this is manifested um, through low self esteem, parental divorce, um, inability to develop relationships with other people, significant emotional loneliness. And these, um, this. Kinds of people, um, there is a propensity that they can commit um, sexual violence against an, um, someone else, and then there is the uh, antisocial personality um, trait. What this generally means is that the victim of um, sexual abuse. Um, from childhood can um, lead to uh, a development of antisocial personal personality trait in adulthood. And uh, there's some connection with uh, this psychological um, effect and uh, the probability of committing sexual violence. And lastly, there is the narcissistic um, personality uh, lens. It's quite as straightforward as it is. Um, When someone is narcissistic or, uh, yeah, and um, they're being refused by their date or um, someone they're interested in, they tend to find that insulting. And, um, somehow this can lead to them wanting to make a revenge or, um, exercise their power over the other person. And this, um, this happens in, um, uh, in cases of, uh, incest or date rape, and then, uh, you know, domestic abuse. So in, All of these it is very much obvious that these kinds of people um, have their minds broken into different pieces by different things at different times and one thing is imminent they need help before they go ahead to commit crimes sexual crimes or any other crime for that matter in other words Sexual intelligence starts with knowing who you are, what triggers you, and ultimately how and when to seek help. Seek help. The cause of rape at the, at the top of it all is not based on the victim. It is based on a total lack of self-control whatever the victim is putting on is not a is not an invite for rape it's not an invite for sexual intercourse so it is best to know who you are and avoid the temptation of scarring someone and causing them pain for life join me next week as we beam our light on the victims of these heinous crimes and how we can avoid all this thank you